What up? What up? <laughs> Trying to change up my intros. <laughs> okay, so we are on episode 16. We're in our series about who God is, and today we're going to talk about God's sovereignty. We have with us Katie Whaley. Woo! Hi, friends, and welcome to the Adorned Podcast. We're your hosts, Aaron and Casey. We would love for you to come join us each week as we discuss what it means to be made beautiful by God's Word. Whether you are a college student walking to class, a mom folding laundry during nap time, or a boss babe sitting in rush hour traffic, we hope that we can encourage and inspire you to pursue a deeper understanding of the Bible. So, Katie, why don't you tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do? Okay. Uh, I'm Katie Whaley. Um, I have uh, recently moved to, or can I say Round Rock? Sorry. Yeah. Round Rock? Nope, not allowed. <laughs> <laughs> I recently moved to Round Rock because um, I got married last year. And with that marriage, I uh, inherited three uh, lovely daughters. So I am a new mom and a new wife. Um, and I am an engineer by day. So, um, so yeah. smart. So, way so smarter than us. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> so, the fun part give us some random facts about you. Okay. Um, I have traveled to 30 countries. Whoa. <laughs> I hit damn. 30 last year. So, Colombia was my 30th. So, oh my gosh. some what? of that was for work, but some of it's just because okay. I've had fun. Which was your favorite? America. Ooh. Just kidding. Which was your favorite besides America? <laughs> we know America's your favorite. Oh, Come on. No. Um, oh, I hadn't thought about that question. Probably, maybe like Switzerland. Oh, that's just Taylor's favorite too. Beautiful. Yeah. That's Taylor's favorite. Oh. I've never been there. He's like, I'm going to take haven't you one either. day. Oh, oh yeah. He should totally Alps. take you one day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hear that too? <gasps> so, so romantic. Yeah. Okay, give us another one. Other one, it's similar to you, is that our goal is to go to all the national parks. Yes. So we're yes. we're about to hit How about many four have you or done? five up. Oh, I don't know. We've probably done probably ten is my guess. Yeah. I've probably done some by myself, mm-hmm. but we're trying to do it as a well, at least husband and wife. We're gonna we're trying to bring the kids as long as much as we can, but um, you know, they'll be out of the house soon. So we might <laughs> be able to, to get Yeah, them that'd all. only give you a few years to try to get all of them. How many are there? Right. You told me this oh, the other day, but I don't remember. 59, 50-something, maybe? Yeah. I think, yeah. And tell us about your upcoming trip. Uh, we are going to the Pacific Northwest, so we're going to uh, take a trip from San Francisco up to Seattle, and we're going to hit four or five parks along the way, so... So, so fun. fun. I'm excited. So. We might have to have you back on to tell us about your adventures. <laughs> Give us a recap. <laughs> yeah. It'll be good. Oh, so I'm exciting. Excited. So I'm excited to take the kids, too, because we took them to, like, Grand Canyon last year, mm-hmm. and they... Just seeing their faces, like, yeah. oh, they lit up. So, yeah. It's the best watching your kids watch, like, see something for the first oh, time. Oh, yeah. It's so fun. So yeah. fun. All right. So, let's get into why we have you here today. We're going to talk about God's sovereignty. So, can you give us a definition um, of what sovereign means? Yeah. So, I, I cheated a little bit, and I looked it up, um, but I kind of did my own first. So, my definition was that God's over in control of all things, and he's worthy of our trust. Mm. So, um I really felt like the worthy of our trust was yeah. super important. So just from some of the things that I've learned and then, but I looked it up and it says possessing supreme or ultimate power. So Ooh. I thought that was pretty good. So yeah. Where did you find that? Google? Uh-huh. Just on yeah. the internet. We yep. use a lot of Google. Yep. Yes. We love Google. Yep. <laughs> Google definition. That's good. I like, how did you come up with that worthy of our trust? Um, so this is probably goes back to some of the questions you'll ask me in a little bit and maybe even my reference for the day. So, mm-hmm. uh, there was a, 
time. So I've been single this whole time, uh, met my husband online and then, um, my husband's a widower. So inherited the three daughters. So we have them full time. Um, but, uh, during those many years of singleness, (laughs) it was tough. Um, and so I remember, uh, I think I lived with one girl for about eight and a half years. She got married and moved on and then um, lived with another girl for six years. And I would say those friendships were pretty important to me. But the first one, um, she was a reader. And so um, just really worked with her or really saw kind of what she did. She read a lot of books, went to conferences. And so I I would say having her living with me really um, showed me how to live a life like that to really study and to get into that and so there was a book that um I think she introduced me to it and it's called Trusting God by Jerry Bridges and it's Mm. called Trusting God Even When Life Hurts Mm. and um around my 30th birthday I uh I read it on a beach in uh Cozumel because I said I would not turn 30 in the United States I was like I'm never gonna be 30 it was like it was a big passage (laughs) it was a I don't want to be single and I'm 30 I dated some guys and they hadn't worked out and I just thought God had closed that door for me Mm. and so I was just I was so upset and I was just like oh and reading that book really it's very scripturally based It, it just really made me go you know I need to trust him even when it hurts and um, I think the thing, this goes to the next question, sorry. Um, but Job 38, like he, I mean, Job, Job asks God all these questions and God never really answers him. Mm. Like he really just says, I'm God. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. that's it. I'm God. There may not always be answers to your questions. There may not be an answer to why you're single. Mm. And it may just be the way it is. And that's how I, that's where I have you, you know, and that's, I feel like God really spoke to me through that book and kind of gave me a piece about my situation to a degree. I mean, it, it's definitely being single is an up and down mm-hmm. kind of battle. So, um, it's hard, but mm-hmm. yeah. So. Yeah, that's good. So, um, you mentioned Job, where else do we see his sovereignty in scripture? Um, well, one of the places that I always go is to Psalm 16, just talking about he, he fills my cup. He is the source of my joy, that kind of thing. So I, it may not be necessarily a sovereignty, but like just who God is as a person is mm-hmm. enough to trust that he's sovereign yes. over mm-hmm. things. Um, so Psalm 16 is definitely something that has given me a lot. It's like my promise I hold on to a lot during that time. It's good. Um, in what season, I mean, you already touched on this just a little bit, but in what season did the Lord teach you the most about his sovereignty? I would say it's through, I, I can actually see it now on this side. So I'm 40. I got married when I was 39. So I was single from, you know, whatever. I mean, my last boyfriend was college, like freshman year in college. So 18 and I dated off and on, but like to 39. Yeah. So a good 21 mm-hmm. years I was single. And I think now I can look back and see all the things that God has really set. He set in motion. I wish I had seen all of it at the time. Yeah. You know, but like I can really I think right now I'm in a big season of thankfulness for all the stuff that he's done and all the ways he provided and all the situations he didn't let me go into necessarily and all the just the way he protected me that I didn't even know it. And, you know, just little things like I was talking to. So I've got kind of two sets of in-laws now. So Mm -hmm. my my uh, my husband's late wife's parents, my other in-laws is what I call them. So mm-hmm. uh, they were here this weekend and we were talking about just even the house. So I was concerned about moving into our house and what, is it going to be homey? Am I going to feel at home? It's, you know, it was her house. Like, mm-hmm. is that, it's going to be okay. Um, and you know, what I realized is that I've, I've never, I've always rented. I never had, um, 
like I never really decorated. I never really mm-hmm. nested. So moving in and I've always had a roommate basically, except for like my first year out of college was the only year I never had a roommate. And so just even that, that's such a little thing, but it's like, I, I never nested. And so yeah. I'm used to combining my stuff with other people's stuff. So like, I haven't had a problem moving mm. into the house and I like her taste. She's a great, she had great taste. So, mm. so I'm like, okay, you know, I mean, I like her husband too, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously she had great taste. <laughs> yeah. You got to joke about it a little bit. Sorry. Oh, that's good. So, yeah. <laughs> so good. Yeah. But I mean, so, you know, that kind of stuff, it's just little things like mm-hmm. that, that I go, Oh, you really provided for me in that. And I didn't even, mm. I didn't even realize. I mean, I remember thinking, oh, I want to buy a house. I want to buy a house. But yeah. I just never really took that step. Yeah. And it's just all those little things along the way that I've seen um, wow. that he's done. And That's it, so yeah, good. it's just things, just things like that. So, I mean, I know the season, it's like, I think about it and I was trying to figure out how do I answer that? But I'm like, going from singleness for so long mm-hmm. to now, I mean, it's, you, you were talking, I was listening to y'all's podcast uh, and you were talking about God's, uh, the gospel and you were talking about how much sweeter it is when we know about our sin Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I was thinking about that and I was like that's that's totally true like see I mean those years of you know in the desert those Mm -hmm. years of you know waiting and wanting and desiring to be married and just not happening but yet like now I can be on this side and it's so much sweeter from that standpoint because mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, look at this. And I, I know my heart is just full of Thanksgiving. And I'm going, please don't let it in. Like, how do I stay thankful? Because, <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm still I'm only a year in, but I'm like, I just want to stay thankful. And mm-hmm. yeah. um, so I know. love that because I think sometimes we think of God's sovereignty as in the huge moments, which mm-hmm. that is true. His sovereignty is, you know, he's in control of all things. He's in all he's through all he's. What does the verse say? It's in the catechism question. Oh, gosh. He's above all. <laughs> through him. He's for through him. All. That one? Oh, yeah. I, I, I don't remember exactly. Either. But yeah. he is in control of all things. Yeah. Yep. But I think we, we think of that as big things. <laughs> yeah. You know, like we would say, looking at you and your story, we would say, you know, the singleness or the fact that you, you know, are now married to Ethan and, and like those things. We would say yeah. God is sovereign over those things. And that's true. Yep. But like what you're saying is such a good point is the fact that the fact that you never had your own home yeah. now plays into how thankful you are. And it just, even in the little things he is sovereign. Yep. And that's, that's, that makes me excited. Cause that kind of pl- fits in with how intimate he is, that's is that exactly he does care what about I was thinking. Like yes. we talked about a couple yes. weeks ago that he is intimate and he cares about those little things yeah. just yes. as much as he cares about the big things. And that's yeah. what I think I've seen it more in the little things. Mm. And that's what I turn around. It's like, uh, I started rev- writing them down and it was just like, like even with the kids, how they've responded to me. I mean, that's mm. been, I mean, those are, that's a kind of a big thing actually, but, um, that's a good, yeah. that's a good point. Yeah. Though. yeah. yeah. But like, uh, my grandmother passed away the day before I met him online. Mm. And so that's always kept in perspective of like what it feels like to lose a loved one right? Yeah. and somebody that you care deeply for. Now, I mean, granted, I mean, a wife is way different and a mom is way different than a grandma, but still, you know, like that, that little thing of like, I always remember how it feels, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. for, from his perspective mm-hmm. in a way, I mean, right, I, don't, right. I don't have a clue. Right. But, um, but I keep that in mind and I'm always like, yeah, we need to talk about, it. I mean, for me, it's never been uh, let's not talk about her. Like, it's like, yeah, we need to remember her. I mean, I want to talk about my grandma. Mm-hmm. It's important. I mean, she's yeah. important to me. She was somebody that was super important to me. So like, I, I want, you know, I want to tell funny stories about her. Like, and I mm-hmm. want the kids to tell funny stories about their mom and you know, that kind of stuff. So there's, there's those things that it's just all these little details. I go, Oh gosh. So, um, yeah, it's good. Yeah. So, um, We've talked about quite a few, but what other ways have you experienced um, God's sovereignty? 
I really, I kind of just went through like details of that. I mean, I, I made a, it's a long list of all the things um, that go along with this. So, I mean, I had, this is something that's funny, but I had gone with on a walk with one of my friends, maybe when I was 25 and I, um, she tells me this after I'm starting to date Ethan, but I forgot about it. And she goes, remember when we went walking around Memorial Park and you said, oh man, I'm single. I'm going to be stuck with a widower. <laughs> <laughs> and then I turned around to my other roommate at one point when I was in my 30s and said, I think I can marry a widower. So, you know, it's like how God had changed that perspective mm-hmm. in those years that mm-hmm. and I hadn't. I was like, oh, I did say that. And my my old roommate was like, nobody says that, Katie, but you did. And I was like, oh, OK. So <laughs> that's like a funny thing. Um, yeah. Like uh, with my roommates, the experiences I, ha- I had with them and being sisters and Uh, I mean, they're not my real sisters, but you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like having them as sisters, having roommates so that, I mean, I haven't had my own bathroom since I was, like I had that one year that I had my own bathroom and I was (laughs) like, that was it, you know? So just, I mean, Ethan asked me, he's like, have you lived with somebody before? I mean, that played into his decision Mm -hmm. of like dating me because he was like, can she get along with people? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and he's like, oh, you lived with people for a long time. That's fine. And you share a bathroom with them. So (laughs) I'm like, okay. Um, tell I, tell the funny story of what else he asked you on your first date oh, oh yeah to know if you were was it to know if you were old enough no well oh, he does oh. that one well, but he, then there's another oh the robot yeah oh <laughs> Katie what's your serial number yeah he's always like what's your serial number <laughs> to make but. sure she's not a robot <laughs> no, on our first date he had to I was so nervous because I I remember going to the date and and there had been guys that I dated before and I God just closed the door and I was mm. just like, what are you going to do on this one? God, like, I remember just like, <laughs> are you going to shut, shut it again? You know? So I was just like, I'm going to go on a date and I'm not going to think he's cute or I'm not going to, you know, something. And, and so I'm sitting at the table and I'm, I have my napkins after we're done eating and I'm rolling a napkin up and he like reaches across the table and just pulls the napkin towards him. And I was like, Oh, and I was like, he's like, oh, nervous, huh? You know? And he's like, you were so nervous. I was like, but you still went out with me again. He's like, well, it was okay. <laughs> he thought it was cute. Don't let him fool you. Yeah. Apparently. I mean, we're married now. So <laughs> must've done something right. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I'm trying to think what else, just like little things he's done here too. I mean, with the girls, uh, my job, that I've gotten here because staying home it was I think it was a dream of mine at one point but now that I've been working for so long it was hard and I, the job he provided is like I get to stay at home at times and I uh, can avoid traffic and I'm it's flexible enough with the kids so just those types of things um, one of my friends told me too at one point um, I've I think stuff with I mean you knew Julie mm-hmm. I, I mean I think the things that um, I read all these blogs and there's all these second wives and they're just it's, they're very upset about the guy talking about the first wife. And I, I, I don't, I've not had that problem. Like, and I, that's another blessing. I'm not, mm-hmm. to me, that's a huge blessing actually, is I'm like, well, why wouldn't you talk about her? She was your best friend for years. Like you should talk about her. And I think, um, and we, we laugh about it too. You know, like I think he said, <laughs> so I'll tell you a funny story. We <laughs> saw this uh, shirt the other day and we were at, we were out to eat and it said, I love my wife. And I said, Ethan, you could wear one. It says, I love my wives. And he was like, that would be questionable. <laughs> and I said, I could wear one that says best second wife ever. So, you know, you gotta laugh about it yeah. a little bit too. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think um, everyone at the church has been so great too. I mean, that's, I mean, you would think people would be like, oh, that's my friend. I don't know if I can welcome this new lady in. And everyone has been, I mean, above and beyond, I feel like here. People have been really awesome. So 
Well, you're kind of awesome and kind of easy to like. (laughs) So (laughs) I think, too, that's, you know, when we first talked about what attributes we wanted to cover and we're like, we have to talk about God's sovereignty and we're like, and we have to have Katie because Mm -hmm. I think you're you and just who you are, but also all your story and how open you are to sharing it is just such a great way to give God glory and to point to his sovereignty through all aspects, through your marriage, through, you know, the challenges of becoming thrown into a mom of preteen era which is so hard in and of itself like (laughs) and then just your season of singleness and how you can attribute all of it and talk about God's sovereignty in each season Mm -hmm. it's it's beautiful and I've just been so encouraged by you so thank you for coming on and talking to us yes so um has this been a struggle for you to understand and to rest in his sovereignty like during these different seasons when you can't see the clear picture of what he's doing how have you kind of rested in that? Yeah, I I would not say that I've totally rested. I would say I had ups and downs with it yeah. for sure. Um, and and I think as I got older, it got harder as a single person. It's mm-hmm. really I I really feel like um, from a church standpoint, it's really it's really difficult because as you get to be thirties, upper thirties, there's less and less single people, and so people just don't they forgot what it was like to be single, and mm-hmm. they don't necessarily understand and. Um, yeah, it just, it gets hard and the church doesn't always know what to do with you either. And, um, um, sometimes there's just nerdy singles and you don't really want to hang out with nerdy singles. You just want to <laughs> hang out with like regular people that are fun. It's totally true. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, not that I'm not nerdy cause I am, but I'm, I mean, you're an just, engineer. Come on. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <You> just <laughs> sorry it's like your sticker i, I used to yeah. be cool you know yeah. used to be cool on the back of your minivan yeah. right yeah yeah it's true so no so i would say i definitely struggled i mean there were times i remember i, I, mean, I remember specifically a few times just like going god i'm done i'm done with you like i don't want to live this life this way anymore but then it was like I like talk myself out of it within five minutes. You know, I'm like, well, then I can't pray to you. And then I can't do this. And then I can't, you know, and it was just like, well, I can't do this. So it was just, there's things like that that happen. There's been times, um, I mean, there were a couple times that I started talking to guys that were not believers. And um, I never, I always told my friends because I knew that they would kind of hold me back, if that makes sense. Um, But I just, I wanted to feel loved. I wanted to feel liked by a human, you know, Mm -hmm. and it was, and I wanted to feel pretty. And it was just like, I'm like, it's hard in those seasons because God can't give you a hug. Like he can Uh, through your brothers, sisters in Christ. Right. right. But it's just, it's a tough, it's a tough thing. And so, you know, those times that I did that, like, I mean, I I remember when I was first started talking to Ethan, I, I was so ashamed of that. And he was like, so you like went out on one date with each of these guys? Okay. You know, and I was like, oh, okay. So he was so kind and forgiving of it. You know what I mean? But like, I was so ashamed of it. But it was like, you know, God, God brought me through that too. And um, I had a friend that had done, I, I've had friend, other friends. I mean, I've, I've known a lot of girls, honestly, that are in their upper 30s that have eventually just married a non-believer because they just got tired of waiting. Mm. And it's, it's hard, you know. And I had a friend that she told me I was, I was on the second guy, like, I mean, we had gone on one date and she was like, she looked at me and she said, Katie, don't do it. You, like you see where I'm at and I've made the mistake. Don't make the same mistake. Mm. And so I feel like I, I feel like I told my friends so that I wouldn't get out of control. So I had that accountability. Mm. I had that church body, which helped. But it doesn't mean that I didn't sin in it and I didn't didn't do the right thing. But then there were times that I was I mean, I did great in it. Right. But it was just it's definitely a ears valleys and peaks kind of season so um 
Yeah. But I mean, it's the same with parenting, I feel like. Mm-hmm. And the same with your relationship with your husband. It's like oh, there's yeah. peaks and valleys, you know, there's like, I mean, like one day it's like, oh, I had the best day with the kids. And the next day it's like, ah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so, um, yeah, I think it's, um, and I think investing in him, I mean, the biggest thing that I, I've seen is, you know, it's like my, it's my walk with him. It's when I'm reading the word and praying and listening to sermons or trying to, you know, keep my eyes fixed on him, I do better. But oh, when I don't, yeah. you know, it's just ugh, chaos ensues. Mm-hmm. But it's like I forget every time. Mm-hmm. You're like, what the heck? Why did I forget that? What? How do I not know that you're good all the time and mm-hmm. that you're sovereign and that you know these things? And so... um I mean, even this week, I, I'm stressed about work because we're going on vacation. And it's like, I was thinking about it on the car ride here. And I was just like, why am I stressed? Like, God's in control. I'm about mm. to go talk about God's sovereignty. Like, <laughs> he's in control of this. It's going to get taken care of. And it's vacation. And it's work. Like, it's important. But, you know, like, work hard for the Lord and get your stuff done. And he'll take care of the rest. And he always has. So, yeah, I just forget sometimes, I think. It's crazy when you are focused on a certain attribute of God. It's like that's when Satan, that's where Satan tries to attack you. You know, he tries to tell you, oh, well, God's not really in control. And, you know, you're not going to get all this done. Um, And so that's when it's like hard. You got to fight back. You know, you're like, yeah, he likes to get you in those spots. It's never fun. Um, okay. So how does the fact that God is sovereign play into the gospel? Um, I I really think it's just that if he wasn't sovereign or in control of all things, he would have never been able to provide a sinless sacrifice, Hmm. you know, in our place. If he, you know, if he couldn't control that, if he couldn't, uh, if he couldn't, he wouldn't have been able to maintain sinlessness. Mm-hmm. Did I say sinless? I didn't say sinless. I was like, did I say sinfulness? No, I didn't. <laughs> sinless. Sinless sinlessness. sacrifice. <laughs> yeah, he wouldn't yeah. have been able to maintain that, right? If he's not in control, I mean, you think about us. We're not in control. I mean, we're sinning left and right. I don't think Jesus would have been able to stay in I mean, if he's not sovereign over things, how That's is right. he able to lead a sinless life? Mm. That's good. Mm. How, um, how would you say that? the fact that God is sovereign affects your everyday life? Um, I think it's at least right now. And what I've seen is that um, when I know he's in control, I'm more thankful. Mm-hmm. I'm more relaxed mm-hmm. about things. Um, you know, I, and I think it's, I, I mean, the thankfulness I think comes from the contrast, right? It's like seeing um, how, hard it can be or how sinful we can be mm-hmm. and then seeing um you know the goodness of him and what he's doing and the fruit of what what he's doing so I think to me it's, it creates thankfulness in your heart um yeah. I really like the thankfulness thing like I just and I've seen that in you so much because you were just kind of thrown into the I mean you chose it yes but right. at the same time like these three girls, amazing, beautiful girls, but they are in that preteen age. You know, you're a wife to to someone that's already been a husband before. And right. so, like, just all of these new, new city, like, you weren't from Round Rock. Like, all these new things, new friends, going to Julie's church. I mean, like you yeah. said, all of these people that knew her and loved her. and. Yeah. You just went into all of these things, but all I have seen since the first time I met you is just an extreme thankfulness. And um, you just 
are oozing with thankfulness and you, you talk about, you know, how sovereign God is like, even if you don't say those words, um, that's, that's what you're talking about in your story. And, um, before I met you, um, someone at the church had told Jonathan had said, Katie is amazing. And, and he was 100% right. Like 100% just because of the glory that you give to God, um, for all of this. So, um, you're not perfect. None of us are, and you're not afraid to admit that, but, um, you give God the glory for every part of your life. And so that's just incredible. Yeah. This is, sorry. It made me think of this. So I forgot about this, but, um, I remember when I used to pray for a husband, I used to always pray that, um, that it would be like, there'd be no mistake. I'm going to cry if I say this, no mistaking that God did it. Like mm-hmm. that I would have no way that I could ever say that he didn't do it. And I'm like thinking about it as you're saying that. And I'm like, that's exactly what he did. Yes. I mean, and I thought about it before, but I'm like, it's been a little yes. while. And I'm like, yeah, like I just can't, I, there's no way that man crafted this marriage. Like there's mm-hmm. no way that man crafted all these things to be the way they are. I just go, Oh, it's just so cool to think. I mean, uh, I'm sorry. I'm just like blown away when I think about it. Cause it's just, I really, I mean, that's, that was my one prayer. Like I want to, I want to get married. I don't, I didn't pray it like every night or anything like that, but it was like, and I want it to be your hand and I want to mm. know clearly that you did it and I want you to get the glory. And I'm like, wow, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that is definitely an answered prayer that's from what's that happening. standpoint. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what's happening. And, um, you know, just kind of being on the other side of things, seeing, um, things from, this end, um, it's, it's just really cool, really cool because there was so much pain and heartache and, mm-hmm. um, just to see how God's work through that and, yeah. um, the joy on those girls faces and on mm-hmm. Ethan's face and just the whole thing. God is just so good and he's so sovereign over all and it's good, good yep. stuff, good stuff. Yeah. That's a good point. Cause we've talked about how God has been sovereign in from your singleness and through your marriage and all of that. But then also on the flip side mm-hmm. to see God's sovereignty from the the suffering and the loss into like you've said before, yeah. like beauty from ashes. Absolutely. And that that just reveals how sovereign God truly is mm-hmm. to create that beauty. And yeah. yeah, that's been really cool. Really cool. So um, what are some resources you would recommend for someone wanting to study the attributes of God or specifically his sovereignty? I would definitely say Trusting God by Jerry Bridges, which it is, um, I, it's probably my most underlined book like, that I possibly <laughs> love have. It. Like, I'm love just it, love like, it. it is, I'm like, man, there's so much stuff. I got it out yesterday because I hadn't looked at it in a little while and I was like, oh man, this is so good. You're like, like, I underlined the whole it thing. It really? Yeah, there's so many good quotes. I'm like, oh gosh, I can't. I can't even. Mm-hmm. Um, I put that. I did put a thousand gifts by Ann Voskamp okay. um, because I just went through a season where I was struggling with my singleness, and you know she just talks about being thankful yes. for you know very small things and in the mundane. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I thought that was um, those are just a really good, like easy read, yeah. but just uh, a good reminder. Um, and then uh, one of the other ones that I really like is Knowing God by J.I. Packer. Mm-hmm. So it's reading just, that right now. Yeah, yeah. It's just like even just a chapter at a time, you so know, it's yeah. like, oh, this is good. Oh, yeah. this is good. And I think it just really goes back to focusing on God and not on ourselves, you know, 
Oh, there you go. Bam. I caught it right on Casey's the table. Got it. <laughs> it's a good book. Yeah, it is really good. You got an it's old really school good. one. I was man. just going to say that yours looks like okay, it's from the 1800s so, or something. Um, for my mother in law, I know you're listening. <laughs> the front of my book says Dwight Hunt. So it was my father in law's book. And oh. he's like underlined it and written in it and stuff. So it's super That's special. Wild. So cool. It was like copyrighted and like. I, I don't know 73 or something so yeah <laughs> yeah it's really cool yeah cool stuff so we like to um first of all we have loved having you here and talking oh, with you and this is just kind of our normal Monday night thing because we're recording on a Monday night we usually have coffee on Monday night yep. so I said just pretend like we're in Starbucks so this mm-hmm. has been so fun um and we like to leave each episode with a uh, verse of scripture or a quote. So do you have one that you would like to end the episode with? Yes, it's like six. Is that okay? That's perfect. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> Psalm 16, uh, 5 through 11, which I talked a little bit about earlier. Um, the Lord is my chosen portion and my cup. You hold my lot. The lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. Indeed, I have a beautiful inheritance. I bless the Lord who gives me counsel in the night. Also, my heart instructs me. I have set the Lord always before me because he is at my right hand. I shall not be shaken. Therefore, my heart is glad and my whole being rejoices. My flesh also dwells secure for you will not abandon my soul to Sheol or let your Holy One see corruption. You make known to me the path of life. In your presence, there is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. If you've enjoyed this episode, Please feel free to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes, and most importantly, share with a friend. The beautiful music that you've heard on this episode today is by the incredibly talented Katie Cox.